0: There are many conferences and events for financial planners, but none of them are like FPA Retreat 2023. Taking place May 1st through the 4th, FPA Retreat 2023 is where you challenge your thinking, forge lasting connections, and nurture your desire to pursue excellence. Taking place at the Hyatt Regency Coconut Point Resort and Spa, you'll explore your role as a financial planner while enjoying all the fun and relaxation offered by this award-winning resort in Southwest Florida. Join us May 1st through the 4th for FPA Retreat 2023 by visiting FPARetreat.com.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Framework Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ana Trujillo-Limon, joined by Jamie Hopkins, my other host. Jamie, welcome to the show again. Hey,
0: Ana. Good to see you.
1: (laughs) Good to see you. Thanks for joining me today to interview Robert Van Beek. Robert, we're so excited to have you on the show. Well,
2: thank you for having me.
1: Absolutely. We're here at FPA's annual conference in Seattle, and so you're here visiting... The U.S. here, um, to, to, and you're on the national board here at FPA. So, yep. um, but we always like to kick off with an icebreaker talking about food. So, what are some of your favorite foods?
2: It's it's banana ice cream. Banana ice banana cream. Ice cream. <laughs> All
1: right. First banana ice A
2: cream. Broke cliche. To know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah is
0: awesome. it, you know, usually we get like tacos. Or <laughs> <have> banana <laughs> ice cream. And so you were very sure about it. Yeah. So yep. I, like, am. I, you,
1: I, I am. I am. you Um ready. Robert, what was your first money memory?
2: Actually, it, it have to go way back, uh, like many, I think, mm-hmm. turning almost 50. So then you yeah, started more thinking about the past. But the money memory itself, actually, I think when you really made your, your first money. Mm-hmm. And it was like being a paperboy. Mm-hmm. So then you actually, at my time, yeah, it was like you were paid per paper. And you actually were paid mm-hmm. as well, yeah, every week. And get that, yeah, that yeah. first. In my case, guilders, you know. So, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah the Dutch guilders. So that's good. The, uh, do, do you remember a first purchase then you had, uh, like for the, sure, like exciting one when you were a kid?
2: For sure, you were saving like, like, hey, for the future. Uh-huh. But also, my parents told me like, you can also benefit a little bit from, yeah. So take some out of the money, mm-hmm. and I did actually buy a big Walkman, and it was actually a big Walkman. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Even, okay. you know
1: wait that's the second walkman we've had this week yeah. and we were talking oh. about
0: like when, when the bat i the love batteries. the walkman's but the battery was starting to die indeed. and the music would get real slow yep yeah. <laughs> oh well i was gonna say you didn't pick beater ball the, the you know the, no the, it's not your favorite no one? it's not my favorite
2: i do like them i do like it but it's not my favorite
0: one. yeah well that's an interesting one because that's like one of the few dutch things we don't really have here right in the u.s like it is almost impossible to find those.
2: You know that you can have them.
0: Yeah.
2: At King's Day, yeah. in the embassy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's one of the
2: things that <laughs> Bitterpals are flown over the world because mm-hmm. to celebrate King's Day, and they, they actually they fly them in to every embassy. And oh, every, Dutch, every, oh. every Dutch, every every Dutch citizen is.
1: you gonna nerd out. <laughs> 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 you yeah. have the bit of balls. Yeah, yes. I cannot participate. So I'm gonna watch. <laughs>
0: and, and then football. Which team did you have a? Do you cheer for the, the Dutch national team? And then do you have a local? I had team? my
2: actually. I had my bets on, on Belgium. Okay. I look, but it's a surprising. Death yeah. Tournament, and I always say like, yeah, I'm I'm very privileged mm-hmm. because I can go for Belgium yeah. living in Belgium. And don't want to fight with my wife about it <laughs> yeah. and 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 the same counts as well yes sometimes it's but yeah also belgium did lose even yeah. around earlier so yeah
0: i'm an Ajax fan too so that's my that's my team there
2: which side uh side? f side no yeah.
1: <laughs> always a wise decision to choose yeah. something not to <laughs> fight with your wife so i support that as a wife <laughs> Robert, tell us about your journey into the profession, and then also your FP origin story.
2: Yeah, I've been involved. Uh, actually, very funny. You know, you wanted to learn something more about financial planning. Um, visited the first conference in in Anaheim, so it was uh, two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. At that time, mm-hmm. became a volunteer international. We actually had like an international geo focus group at that time. It's it's now transformed to the mm-hmm. uh, knowledge uh, circle. Um, organized some trips uh, for Americans, and also European friends in European gatherings. We had, we had a European gathering at the time. And it's like, yeah, once in the family, always in the family. Yeah. That's what I used to say. Um, and, and so the moment you get that famous step on your shoulder, mm-hmm. hey, Robert, you know already so much, and there are some things happening, happening yeah? perhaps in the same way what happened in the Netherlands, in Belgium, we think that you could uh, could uh, could be in uh, a good uh, added value to the board so are you willing mm-hmm. and that's indeed uh, where the board uh, started yeah for me
0: do we have a uh, how many how many international members are there today do you have any gauge of that or
2: it, it's it's uh, yes we, we do still have uh, international members if we talk to for example annual conference mm-hmm most uh, most of the editions we had like 10 15% of the attendees were internationals so we had like a group of, of from the netherlands mm-hmm. uh, between 15 25 okay. uh, Brazilians uh, 25 uk yeah, 5 or 6 uh, so it's 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 yeah also fpa and 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 looking yeah to to what 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 can be done for internationals at least annual conference has been always been a very inspiring place to, uh, to yeah, yeah, for people to, to 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 get a plane and fly over sure. yeah.
1: And there used to be like a big event like before annual conference. Yeah, kicked off. yeah if we know indeed that, that we have
2: yeah, then then we can the exactly travel the city, do some some nice things. Chicago that was a very nice uh, yeah yes. nice day <laughs> that we could uh, could do. But that's also the benefit of of uh, there's so much knowledge and also experience. That can yeah be yeah. a failure for, for American mm-hmm. planners as well. So also this year we, we we had our knowledge circle walk in, and and you know also Americans tend to fly around the world.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and
2: what's what's the better case then then to know that there is local expertise also on the same idea about hey a certified financial planning professional mm-hmm. yeah we um, have been mapping out that yeah for for many years already. And you see that the, the interest in, in 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 becoming a financial planner—it's it's it's such a a growing profession. More than two hundred thousand already globally. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: So Robert, you're a bestseller, an international bestseller author.
2: <laughs> no, no, I'm a local best-selling author <laughs> oh, okay. in a very small <laughs> language. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. <laughs> you shouldn't shrink yourself.
2: However, we do our best. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. The most recent book is now actually a book in English about goal-based investing, goal-based planning. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. hopefully, indeed, I can at a certain yeah. moment say I'm an <laughs> international bestseller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: so I just wanted to get, um, you know, have you give some advice to other aspiring authors or people who are authors, other planners who would yeah. like to write a book and yeah. do that Yeah, of thing. It's, it's,
2: it's for me like like an, I'm not the one to promo that because it's it's like a little bit of pro bono. No, <laughs> i uh, seen it, been there, done it. And, and then it's always, yeah, nice to share your experience. And, and I have a lot of talks with, with wannabe authors or people who are thinking about writing a book. And hey, hey, you have been already, yeah, offering so much books, publishing some books. So what are the, the tips? What, what are the, the things that you have to yeah, take, 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 take care of? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's always a pleasure to, to help, yeah, uh, wannabe uh, authors as well. Yeah.
0: So tell me a little bit about the, uh, you know, the goals, uh, you know, and values-based kind of investing and planning book that you have out. So if there's kind of some themes that you built into it and maybe some takeaways from the book.
2: Yeah, well, for sure. It's very funny because the concept itself, where well, we did some research, um, I've been, been been working with that concept already for, for 15 years. But mm-hmm. initially, the concept itself is is, is is actually already 20, 25 years old. But it's like it's coming up and it's disappearing again. And we know that, that one of the things that we thought was, you have the financial planning world, we're talking about goals. Mm-hmm. You have the investment world, talking about investment goals. If you're now in some way like, hey, is it… Yeah, the same goals. Of course, it's the same goals. It's the client. The client, yeah, who need to be put yeah, as, as, as of course the most important. If you can then bring those two worlds together, I don't have to tell you here. You know, yeah. U.S. means indeed financial planning, investment advice, and sometimes even regulators make some mistakes. Yeah, we're not the same, but we're so close to each other, and that's actually where yeah, the goal-based idea, the goal-based planning, as well as goal-based investing. They find each other over there. Add some behavioral finance to it. Mm-hmm. Still human. Add some. Indeed. Hey, how do you implement it? Because what kind of actual yeah a uh, takeaways can I actually as a as a planner yeah mm-hmm. implement tomorrow or as an investment advisor implement tomorrow in my practice and then yeah 190 200 pages yeah you will yeah. <laughs> easily write a book about it yeah
0: is there an implementation that you you think is super valuable that you'd suggest people think about
2: i think that as an industry we tend to always make things difficult Mm -hmm. even more difficult than and that's why i also said like we have an investment world we have a financial planning world but we have one financial world we have yeah a big industry and there's different professions within that industry and yeah, how do we get them again connected? Because it's the same client. Why should a client go to four advisors? Is it that difficult? Well, no. I don't think it's it should have What again? A little bit biased. Have your backgrounds in investments. Have your backgrounds in planning. Bring those two together. Yeah, and the client is, is yeah. happy.
1: So, Robert, you written books what are some books that you recommend to clients that have been particularly helpful for you not clients other advisors sorry. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah because it's a good thing two, that to two say totally because different things
1: i <laughs> always apologize. try
2: no 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 it's 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 what you want to get out of it and uh, i always try to have books written actually for for clients mm-hmm. that also inspire and help advisors to to make the next step and, yes, I also did write some books specifically for advisors to say, like, hey, this is something that I've experienced mm-hmm. myself. Yeah, I've seen it over the world. It's also where the translations come uh, come in. Um, is it something that you yeah, could also do? It's one of my missions because if I kept all those kind of information for myself, I could probably serve 50 clients in my own practice. And then it's only 50 clients I can help. If I can have that in that way leveraged, and find advisors who actually even small pieces out of those things say like, hey, I can do that a little bit different, or I can add that to my practice, then I know, of course, many more you know clients are served, and that's actually my goal. So, what kind of books? There's a ton of books to be to be read, and some of them actually perhaps not, yeah totally 100% will resonate, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's like also momentum. Uh, you read something, you think like, hmm, hmm, and you, you get that same book five years later, and you think like, and now, yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen it before, and this is something that we should do. I strongly believe now and in, 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 in books around behavioral finance, behavioral economics, and, and behavioral finance, behavioral economics, investment psychology, there's a lot of new things happening um, financial therapy. We're trying to find yeah a way. From my experience, 10 years ago, it was like we had, 20 years ago, Yeah, we had that thing we could not explain. There was something in the market happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's that retail investor here, yeah, that, that dumb investor that doesn't know how to deal with it. We kick it in yeah, a big container. It's called behavioral <laughs> finance. And now you see that it's more and more dedicated um, research being done. Research together with also yeah the practice management yeah. and then you see that things are and recently I think like five six books have been published mm-hmm. around this these themes. yeah so um, yeah, should I mention a few that I yeah. really like yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, money mom of is, is one of those yeah. books that yeah? very and you book. see as well that that Brad actually yeah is also of course a very Easy Rider, and 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 also the recent work that has been done, of course, to hmm. yeah help also the financial planners over here to make that next step in in psychology. Yeah, actually with a workbook. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Well, Ron, that kind of book. Ron
0: Carson wrote the forward to Money Man, so he's uh, oh, yeah he's in I front even, of
2: that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I even didn't realize. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually kind of like, hey, this yeah. is the content, and I'm, yeah. Diving really into uh, the yeah. in the details.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So. No, well, because like, uh, well, Brad Clon uh, he teaches at Creighton University, which is you know we have a very strong connection there. We've known Brad and uh, you know his co-authors for a long time, and uh, they're fantastic.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's one of the and, and, and again, that's that's a, that's not why I did uh, uh, mention this book, but it's it's one of the future books that I'm I'm also going to translate. Okay. And say like, that's hey, awesome. this is this is indeed so valuable. Yeah, yeah, we can do something with it in in my region as well. So uh, yeah.
1: And Dr. Klant has a new book out too that just yeah. came out. Yeah, the workbook. Just, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, I know. <laughs> on the that publishing company right. already yeah. reached out to me and 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 via via of, of course yeah. as well. So yeah, yeah. But it, 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 I think it's 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 again um, and in this way, I'm biased yeah. because if you are into yeah psychology, if you are into that, uh, that behavioral uh, thing, then you will probably focus only on yeah, yeah. On those kind of books. On those books, yeah.
1: And Jamie has a new book out too, actually, called Finding Your Freedom. And so that's what.
2: And it is available already to order, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it it even in the Netherlands, because. <laughs> you got, I it? got it. I got it <laughs> just before I left. So. Uh, right and right I right. can Thank actually, you. I was like, like guessing, I, uh, hopefully I can have it. So, yeah. even on the second platform. It turned out to be net uh, a little bit too late, so yeah. it was ordered uh, on, uh, on, on on Friday when I was in New York. Uh, okay. So. <laughs> no, it's a great
1: book. You'll enjoy it. Yep. And, and so as part of that, we always, as we come to the end of our time together, we like to ask the question, what does finding your freedom mean to you?
2: It's actually, um, for me at this moment, living the life that I, I do live. Mm-hmm. So I think that I already found my freedom in, in that way. And that means that, yeah, it's still, of course, you're being an entrepreneur, being, yeah, in front of classes, mm-hmm. try to teach, yeah, new students as well the, the the beauty of our profession. But mm-hmm. actually, I'm living my life, and that 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 is what they then I think yeah, it's call beautiful. it's it's freedom.
0: Yeah, well, maybe we'll try to do uh, three fast questions here at the end. So, start, try to keep them under thirty seconds yeah. or so. So the rapid fire. That's,
2: that's a difficult one for me, but yeah um, uh, you know, okay. you're challenging me. I'll, I'll try. Well, challenge always you You'll a good challenge
1: at annual conference. You always yeah. challenge. So you. the
0: first one is: What's the best piece of advice you have ever received?
2: If it's too good to be truth, if it sounds too good to be truth, most of the case it's too good if you don't understand something, don't do it.
0: Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, especially if you don't understand something, don't do it. I think that's a good one. Uh, the the other one here that we like is, what's the best gift you have ever received?
2: That's a difficult one. <laughs> because I'm actually, you receive a lot of gifts. Mm-hmm. I would actually don't know. So and, would- and, and about, I think, not even like actually gift. Yeah, but it could but be friendship.
0: Yeah, friendship. Yeah. There's, a, there's another one we had on that's a beautiful one, and it ties to that one, which is, and you might not have the answer for this one, so I might leave you to ponder and the other guests. So, so Chris Shembra does this question, is who is somebody that you should have shown gratitude to, but you probably didn't? Because a lot of times when we do the gratitude things, it's I'm grateful for food and my family and my friends. I'm grateful for somebody who helped me out this week. But it's kind of that, like, challenge yourself to go back into your world and say, who am I really grateful for that I probably never told that I was grateful for? That's a okay. good yeah. that's indeed a good one. And so that that came up in my book, too, because that was a Miss Pendergast story, which I said, you know, I probably never told her that I was grateful. And actually, even at the time, I probably didn't know it, right? It wasn't until later that I realized that she had this impact on me and caring for me and helping me along and to learn math. Uh, but, you know, like a 12-year-old isn't going up to their math teacher being like, thanks for pushing me and caring, right? <laughs> like like the, that gratitude occurred, you know, a decade later.
2: I um, And I'm, I'm going to take more than 10 seconds now. <laughs> it's my mom. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for my mom, I would not be in the industry. Yeah. And I've never told her that because, small anecdote, I would never be in the industry. Uh, I was thinking about becoming a police officer mm-hmm. due to my grandfather. Oh, yeah. You were young, you didn't know what to do. A splinter in my eye decided to do hey yeah you're not fit for purpose so you're not fit for the police academy i was at that time so young that i was thinking about like okay i will do some two years because i needed two Mm -hmm. years before i could even be tested and i said like i'm going to work in a supermarket and my mom said no you're not going to work in the supermarket you are going to do yeah a two-year course Mm -hmm. something with economics Mm -hmm. and at that time i said like Okay, you say (laughs) so. We'll do it. We'll do it. And I ended up in an internship working for a bank. Yeah. And when I was indeed not fit for purpose, they offered me a job. Yeah. And that's how I ended up in the financial industry. And you can't ignore. Yeah. Yeah. After now more than 20 (laughs) years, that I'm not passionate about.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) yeah? About finance, about financial planning, and about uh, investments. That's a beautiful story.
0: So yeah, I think that's I a great that one story. to close out on here.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you both. Um, This is such a blast to chat with you both. and And thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the Framework Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode.